Welcome to Sound Off Queen, a podcast about life, love, and empowerment. We're your hosts, Jamie, Jenny, and Courtney. Are you ready, Queens? Let's do this. Listen in. Period. Let's sound off. All right. Uh, Hey, ladies. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Hey there, Jet Setter. Jet Setter, I'm back. Hey, Jenny. How you guys doing? They let you back in the country? Girl. I'm so sad that they let me back. I wish they would send me back, please. Uh-oh. Please, please Tell send us where me you back. went. What'd you do? Where'd you go? Oh, yes. Tell us. Yeah. So I went back to my home. Jamie, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear yeah. it. I'm not a Yankee baby. I went okay. back to my home island of St. Lucia for six wonderful days mm. in the sunshine. We didn't get a day of rain while we were there. Actually, it might have rained during the night, but you know, night rain, that's the, the best for many for reasons, many reasons <laughs> to refresh you for the next day. How about mm-hmm. that? <laughs> it was an amazing awesome. time, like really, really amazing. We stayed at a really nice resort called Calabash Cove, and we had our own little cottage overlooking the water, nice plunge Mm. pool, all Mm. inclusive. It was just Mm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, like, I really literally did not want to come back. I literally thought about sending for my kids. I was going to say, the kids were here. (laughs) Sending for my children and figuring out as they come and get there because- I'm just over this weather. And then I had to come back to what? 20 mm. something degrees. Oh my gosh. I was the weather had been all over the place. Highly really upset. What hailstorm or something. Oh. I forgot what they called it. Didn't miss it at all. Yes, ma'am. So I'm back to Yay. you lovely ladies. Yes, we're yes, glad yes, to have yes. you back. Yeah. Although I didn't know you were gone for six days, but I did miss you. I don't know how you didn't know I was gone for six days, Jamie. We talked about this. I know that I got my dates wrong. I thought you were leaving around the date you came, you were coming back. Yeah, she was, she sent me a message talking about some have a safe trip on the day I was due to travel back. (laughs) So I'm like, um, I'm coming back today, but thank you. (laughs) So Queens today, we have to address something that happened in one of our previous episodes. We're going to call our girl out on the table today, Miss Jamie. But before we call her out, what you got for us today, Jamie, for your moment? Okay. Hello, Queens. Since we are officially in spring, I just thought I would share some just facts about spring cleaning that you might already know. There's just some great benefits. Um, For instance, spring cleaning increases productivity. Um, it makes the effort to declutter and organize your home and office. It saves you time and looking for items that you've lost. You that is true. <laughs> that is so true. Right? Right? <laughs> spring cleaning is also healthy. It removes allergens. Mm-hmm. Right? Especially right now in the height time or highest time for allergies and different allergens. Yeah. Also, spring cleaning makes you happy. It does. Yeah, there's right. Some, there's something about having your windows open to let fresh air in mm-hmm. and like purging out all those things and clutter just makes you feel lighter. It, yeah. It, taking the time to thoroughly clean and maintain a tidy home or office just makes you happier. And then the act of cleaning itself makes That's you happy. True. Right. When, when I'm mad, I go clean. 
I don't know why. I do too. I do too. <laughs> Go straight to cleaning. You zoom. I turn my music on and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in. Yep. It, also, it also reduces stress. I can see that because you yeah. putting all that stress in that brush that you scrubbing <laughs> the tub or the dishes or whatever it is you cleaning. <laughs> Again, the same thing, doing the act itself, the act of cleaning just reduces your level of stress level. Yeah, I can see that. And lastly, spring cleaning helps you focus. Hmm. Yeah. Studies have shown um, if you make a point of clearing out clutter, while you're able to free up your brain hmm. from more central decision making, and that's what sometimes relieves anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So think about if you take sometimes anxiety comes on because you keep anticipating doing something. That's true. You just go ahead and take care of it. There, there we are. Yeah. And that did come from the American Anxiety Disorder Center. Okay. Well, thank you for that American Anxiety Disorder Association. <laughs> Yeah, well, not well, just the last one, but yeah. Hope you ladies, queens, I hope you enjoy those facts if you didn't already know and maybe take some of these into practice. I'm spring cleaning this weekend. I've already started my journey. I told you, you know, I've been selling stuff. Getting rid of that clutter. Getting rid of that clutter. Mm-hmm. Rain up my brain. Okay. What we so, about, Jenny? We said we calling you to the carpet today. Oh, or the, I, or the I, I'm, table. I'm trying to figure out what I said. Courtney, you are, we want to jog her memory. Yeah, I'll remind you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, last week we were talking to Dr. Lisa. Remember that, Mm y'all? And Jamie made a little comment that was a little controversial amongst the three of us. So we Mm want to hear what y'all think about it, too. Jamie said, are some of these new mothers using postpartum as an excuse to be lazy? The music, or as she would say, clutch my pearls. pearls. Clutch your pearls. Mm. Uh-huh. So today, I figured that we get on the carpet, the table, whatever you want to call it, and we are going to talk about new age mothering. Ooh, wow. that's a great topic. It is. Wow, right there in itself, new age mothering. As though babies have changed or babies now new age as well. Oh, I'll just stop right there. I mean, you hear it all the time. Like these kids, these days, they grow up and they automatically pick up stuff. They know how to use your phone better than you do. Like mm-hmm. a one-year-old can probably teach you some things about how to use your iPhone. You know, these kids are different. They And if we're really talking about like scientifically, mm-hmm. the hormones that women eat and men, because, you know, their sperm is involved. The hormones that we eat and all of that is coming out and making these babies. So are they new age? I would say, yeah. Uh, Okay. So let me just dissect in there for a moment. Okay. Okay. So we're talking two different things. So we should clarify that when we say new age, not when I was saying new age, Mm -hmm. I'm saying the care for Mm -hmm. babies have not changed. There's no such thing as new care for children, because again, we have the same developmental stages forever you know infancy on to toddlers mm-hmm. and so on and so forth okay. but I understand what you're saying Courtney we do have the children now are more advanced but then we could argue the point that why is it the electronics the babysitter <laughs> there are case there's my point right there why do parents <laughs> give these toddlers a device that has been proven also that blue light behind the electronic devices is harming their little fragile eyes 
So would you like to give me some feedback on that, Courtney and Jenny? I'm over here itching, itching to jump in like this is jump. <laughs> scratch it, girl, scratch it. Go ahead, Mama Jenny coming out. Go ahead, Mama. So I do believe that in a sense, there is some sort of new age parenting. Um, the reason why I say that is I know that the comment that you just made, Jamie, is that taking care of children has not changed. Children will always need the same level of care. But where I differ from you in opinion is that as a mother, I feel that there are some things or technologies that have come out that have allowed me to become a more effective parent when it means balancing my household. So maybe things that may not have been in existence, I don't want to disrespect, but, you know, back in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, leading up to, you know, the 2000s, things have changed with reference to convenience. You know, people are looking for ways to make being a parent more manageable. I don't feel that being a parent has to be considered a burden, even though I don't necessarily view it as being a burden. I do feel that there are some mothers who are looking for a way to manage their lifestyle a little bit easier. And so that's where I think my point comes from the new age mothering. People are looking for conveniences that will help them to become a better mother in situations that count more. Okay, since you opened up the door. So mm-hmm. although I made the comment at our on our previous recording about our mothers, uh, is, are they using postpartum as a handicap, if mm-hmm. I may say so? Mm-hmm or an an excuse to get away from their motherly duties. I'm sorry, but we know that God created man and woman, and there are just certain things. The child does come from the mother. Mm -hmm. Um, The anatomy that we have in front of us, the purpose of that is to feed our children. Mm -hmm. Correct. That is, that is the main purpose. Although some women cannot, we understand that. Correct. We're not talking all, we're just talking most. And we saw a device on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This is another part of our conversation. And, um, and I think it's called the Unbiblical Bottle. Mm-hmm. And it showed an a, a infant um, in a, uh, a device. That a swing. Was a swing that was rocking, was swinging the baby. The baby was, swat- the baby was swaddled. And the, and the baby had a look on his face that it was unhappy and lonely his eyes just looked of please help me I can't I can't move my arms because I'm swaddled and my mommy doesn't love me enough to pick me up so just ladies just think of this see this baby swaddled in this swing and with this bottle device and biblical bottle with the bottles there and attached to what you would call an biblical cord I guess is what we want to say so the bottle was feeding self-feeding the baby and the baby so there was no human touch. The mother was not holding the baby, not feeding the baby. The swing was soothing the baby, I would say. I guess that's the whole concept. And then the mother decided to also give the baby this in biblical court bottle so that she didn't have to hold the bottle. Mm-hmm. So 
Is it too much or not? So I have a question for you. And I don't know that we necessarily had that conversation. What did you find most upsetting about that picture? The, the, honestly, the baby's face, the, the reflection that I saw from the child expression, it looked of loneliness. It just prompted me to go, oh my God. And then the fact that the bottle was, oh, it just, it just looked like a mother who just did not care. To me, again, being a parent and especially a mother, it comes with sacrifices. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so rewarding. That's why Mother's Day is so important. And I saw a poll on Instagram where they asked people, hey, if you could, would you keep your mother that you have? I was shocked by how many people said, no, give her back Mm. uh, if she was around or if she loved me. So now why do you think women or people are feeling this way? If your mother loves you, cuddled you, help me, please. Court, did you have a comment or should I jump in here again? You know, I think in some ways, I think that you, it, for in this example, you mm-hmm. kind of took a 30 second clip mm-hmm. and created a whole life story about this woman, about her baby's happiness or outlook on life. And, 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 and in a way, similar to the comment about the postpartum, I think it's similar. I don't know how many conversations you've had with new mothers. Um, but it seems like you are taking things that you see on social media and kind of applying a broad brush statement. Um, and I think that that can be a little, what's the word? Yeah, yeah, a little, a little biased. I think, you Mm -hmm. know, because that's, uh, that's what everybody does. You know, social media, you show just certain little clips of your life and it doesn't show, everything so maybe this person I don't know who this um person is that shared the video but maybe they're a mommy blogger who's talking about this new inventive thing and that's something that her followers would want to see will we really just want to see her on social media rocking her baby like yes yes I would yes but that's your depiction but there are other mothers out there (laughs) who may want to look for something that can aid them because let's just say we are now working from home and mm-hmm. not all the time do these people want to see your child on your nip on camera. So there may be times in meetings that you have to use this contraption because you're in a meeting. You also have to be a mom, but you can't necessarily have your nip showing. Well, okay. I, I, I'm not um, an insensitive person, nor am I irrational. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if I'm working from home, and mm-hmm. I'm a mother with an infant, I might have to hire someone because if I was in the office or I had to go in, I wouldn't be able to bring the baby with me. Would I? I would have to have proper care, correct? Right. right. Would be a, I would hope a person, not a robot or a chair or a <laughs> bottle, right? It's well, you in this bottle. Even with that, I think, hold on. I think even with that, mm-hmm. that is a statement that comes from a place of privilege. I've heard of people who said, you know, I quit my job because me and my partner discussed that if we sent our kid to daycare, it would cost more than what I make in a year. You know, daycare is very expensive these days. And I think being able to work from home and keep your child is a great thing, but you still, it's great and it's helpful to a lot of people, but it still does create another layer of, you know, work that these new moms have to do. Right. Well, um, I, again, <laughs> there's no different in being a mother in 2022 
or actually in- I there is. want to read a statement that I found online to kind of dispute what you're saying right now. Okay. Read away. So I just did a little Google search and it was talking about postpartum depression. And then it's actually talking about the number of infant homicides that happen. Um, a lot of times when mothers suffer from postpartum depression, unfortunately it comes to the point where if the postpartum depression goes unmanaged, mm-hmm. these mothers were killing their baby. And I did find out that in the years of 1989 to 1998, there were about 100,000 infant homicides per year. Mm-hmm. And during the time frame of 2008 to 2017, there were mm-hmm. only 74 per year. Mm-hmm. Boom! So... Let me just okay, so let me finish. The, the number reason why now the number drastically declined of the people that were committing homicide against their own children. Mm-hmm. And maybe the reason that that happened is because maybe. women are more open about their postpartum depression. They have these tools to use that can help them take a break. You don't have to hold your baby for 24 hours. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's not laziness. It's a it's a blessing. That women are able to talk about their postpartum depression. They're able to use these tools to help them manage motherhood. And the statistics, this is from the CDC. They don't lie what they do, but you know, that's a different topic. (laughs) Um, Courtney, okay, so you gave me statistics. You gave all of us statistics, Mm -hmm. but there is nothing supporting the reason for the decline. And in the, you just said it's just a decline. We don't know why. There's also be, excuse me, it could be now that mothers are more educated. I'm not dismissing mental health. I'm not because I was going cuckoo because my daughter had colic and I was a nut for a while, Mm -hmm. but I knew that was my job. What was I supposed to do? Hire someone else because, oh, I can't handle it. I don't want to be discomfort. I don't want to be panicky. I can't handle this. I'm going to just say, oh, someone else take care of my child for me. But what is wrong with that, Jamie? That's a real thing it's that part you're of the process. Yes, Jamie. Wait, but okay, listen. If a hundred thousand, if those hundred thousand women from 1989 to uh-huh. 1998 uh-huh. yearly, uh-huh. those hundred thousand women had said, "Let me give my baby to somebody else and not kill it," wouldn't that have been a better thing? You know, let me I'm... take a break. Let me give my baby to a nanny. Let me put him in a robot chair. Let me give it to my mother for. 24 hours for 48 hours isn't that better than the alternate yeah wait wait. well we're not saying wait a minute this wait a minute forever in 1989 1990 whatever Mm -hmm. people still females or partners still were getting help from their parents not necessarily not necessarily yes people i know know parents but what we're talking about what what you're saying is that what what is a fact is that postpartum depression and all types of mental health are talked about way more today than they were 20 years ago. So are you saying, okay, so let's, okay, well, so there's so much we're going on. Okay, well, one one thing, let's just go in the era that you said that with infant homicide. Homicide, I'm sorry. Ooh, hate to say Mm -hmm. that, that sounds terrible. But, you know, that was also a time where crack was at the highest point of being used. Mm-hmm. Was this from maybe drug use, drug used mother users? But there's opioids now during well, that t- the, the same time that you're talking about. No, but crack is known to be, you've heard about crack babies being left. I mean, was it homicide or just deaths? Homicide. Homicides. This, homicide? this report is about homicides. Okay. So that means the mother 
or the parent purposely killed their child. And if I was on the influence of crack, I might have done so. I mean, I'm, that could be something we can argue, but we still don't know the facts for the decline, do we? We um, don't, so but we can say if it went from 100000 a year to seventy four, we can definitely say that a big part of that is due to maybe some of is due to crack, but we can also say that some is due to the acknowledgement, the more acceptingness of the postpartum depression and women being able to go for help for that, that they I weren't just, able to back in the day. I'm sorry, Court, and I love you, but I just, I don't believe that mental health has been that was that important back in 2000 i'm not saying it, no 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 don't misunderstand me i'm mm-hmm. not saying that postpartum didn't exist i'm talking about mm-hmm. the conversation that is now okay. in the forefront we're all we talk about is mental health work-life balance mm-hmm. um, even from the olympics when um Simone Biles decided to take a step back she still is an advocate of taking a step back mm-hmm. you know and that's power i understand that Mm-hmm. What I what I argue again was it's women are women now taking advantage of this conversation and say, oh, I think I have postpartum. Are you really analyzing yourself, or are you finding trying to find an excuse not to take care of your children? Well, you I'm do saying. know I'm not everyone. I, I know everyone knows somebody who's dropping their child off almost every weekend. Or now people say, oh, I should be why why I just had my baby a week ago. Why can't I go out? But there's a difference in what you're talking about and compare in comparison to the picture. I think that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me is that Mm -hmm. going back to what Court said, you literally created an entire narrative surrounding a picture and you're making a huge statement about women who potentially can fall into the category of what you're speaking about. To me, again, we could have seen that picture could have been taken by a dad. Now, if a dad took that picture, would Mm -hmm. it have been a different situation? Because our dads are not maternal. So would you feel differently if a dad had taken that picture and posted it? I will be honest. I would be shocked if it was a father. But again, let's, what I'm trying to say is to me, the person would not have posted a picture unless they thought it was something that they were bragging about. Again, would they have showed that picture in 2018? Doubtfully. Why not? Because you probably been scrutinized. That's why. No, I, I don't I'm think I'm that, sorry, not 2018. Let's say 2008. I don't think that people are scrutinized or would have been scrutinized for posting it then or now. I think that the reason why it's it's visible now is because social media is a big thing. But I don't think that tools are anything less. It may not necessarily have been this bottle, but it could have been, what did they have back in, you said 2008? I ain't have kids in 2008. But let's just say there was, uh, I don't know, when the Mama Roo came out. The Mama Roo is the thing that you lay the baby on the belly and it rocks for your baby. There's always going to be some new innovative something that's coming out to be able to assist or help mothers, new mothers or new parents, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, they're always going to come up with gimmicks because mm-hmm. it's a billion yes. dollar industry for parents and parents are always looking for things that's going to help them become better parents for convenience and focusing on the things that matter most. I yes. keep saying the things that matter most because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking as a mother of multiples. Now I only got two. But sometimes when Lucas was young and LJ had to come home with homework and Lucas may have needed, and this is hypothetical, this didn't happen, but Lucas 
was um, hungry or something and I had to cook dinner and LJ needed his homework done. And I'm just painting a narrative for you. And so I can see how that bottle could be used to support everything else that a working mother may have to do in her household. And so that's why I say that sometimes I feel that we can't necessarily ridicule or make a mother feel less than because of the fact that they may use certain tools to help them manage their household. Like there's a lot of mom shaming or making you feel less than because you may not be doing something right. Let me be clear. There is no parenting guide that signs you or tells you what you are getting ready to go into when you have that baby. You hear me? Most of the time when you get that baby, you are figuring it out on your own. And sometimes you got to do what works best for you and your household. Nobody can tell you anything. You have to do what works best for you. So that's for me, I guess the biggest thing is I try not to, to judge when new moms ask questions. I'll provide feedback on things that worked for me when I was a mom. But at the end of the day, you can't force what you did as a parent and have that same expectation for women who are coming after you. They have to figure it out on their own. Yeah. And I'll say this, I'll say this. There are people who in today's society who, this is an example, there there are people who go to the store, get organic fruits and vegetables, they come home, they cut them up, they mash them up, they boil them, they do all of those things. And they look at a mother who buys applesauce off the shelf and they call those women lazy. Mm -hmm. But that's because that's their perception. They have the time to do it. They have the resources to do it. They have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. They sometimes don't have to work. They got a partner that takes care of all the bills. So they're able to do those things. And so from their perspective, a mom who just Mm -hmm. buys stuff off the shelf is lazy. Another example, you can have you can go online today and find some people debating in a comment section about breast milk versus formula. Mm-hmm. Some people who breastfeed will call the women who use formula lazy. Do I think it's lazy? No, I just think the baby need to be fed. However, mm-hmm. you got to make it happen. <laughs> so all I'm saying is that most of the time, people do what they feel that they are capable of, what they have access to, what they have resources to accomplish. I don't think that most people go into motherhood wanting to say, how can I do this the easiest way as possible? Because I don't really care about this baby. Now, are there some? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some people who got pregnant to have a little accessory. There are some people who got pregnant trying to keep somebody. Those people do exist, but I think that there are a lot of women who are struggling and they're just trying to figure out how can I make this easy for me, easy for the baby, and let's just let's just live our lives and be happy. And you, then the you other hit thing. right on the point. You you hit right on the net. You just said, "How can I make this easier for me?" Again, and I said, "And easier for the baby." It has it easy for you putting me in a swing and letting a bottle feed. I'll you. give you an example. I will give you a perfect example. Let's say I don't have the swing, but I got to put you down because I 
the kitchen is burning. I got to go turn, 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 turn something off in the kitchen. Let me put the baby on the bed. And then I got to put him between the two pillows so he don't roll off the bed. That probably ain't comfortable for the baby. Temporary. That's an issue. That's a situation. Everything, there is no black and white. And I'm sorry, just to piggyback on the food. I did Mm -hmm. make my daughter's food. Yes, because you could. No, 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 no. It's guess what? It's cheaper and it's healthier. I'm not judging anyone though. I would never say, oh, I would never say that. That's not that's what I, that's why I emphasize organic. That's why I emphasize organic. Organic fruit is not cheap. And and, and again, there are people who will say that if you're not feeding your baby organic, you're making them unhealthy. No, why would you put those impurities in No, you do the best you can do. No, because that's money. Like you said, that's how taking it how is that not different if i cannot afford organic have, food no no we're not talking because they have a they come from a place where they can afford it they have the time they have their their life circumstances allow them to do as such so if they're judging people whose life circumstances don't allow them to do that it's the same as what you're doing no, here that's not what yeah. i was saying i we were talking about i thought we were talking about organic versus i said if you can if you want i would never tell someone oh you don't make your baby's food that something's wrong with you no but you're saying if you you put your baby in a in a in a chair that rocks them there's something wrong with you you're you're doing the same thing but you're doing it from a different tool how do you see that because you you are well we need to argue this point we'll just come up clear clarify this point Mm-hmm. You already said that if the mother used this or whomever used this constantly, that we did agree with this, that then that yes. was wrong, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, but again, if the person posted it, I think for some reason they were glorifying it. That's how I would see it. Because otherwise you'd have kept that to yourself and said, I would have been shamed and said, oh my God, can you believe I put my baby here? That's what most women would say. They would know that's the thing. That's the thing. And I don't mean to cut you off. Why is it that you have to be ashamed for that? Why do we have to paint the narrative that we have to be all things, superwoman, everything, super mom, on the boob, sweeping, cooking at the same time. Like I got 5,000 arms doing everything. The boobs are there for that purpose. So you guys are trying to minimize everything. I'm not. No, Jamie, I'm not minimizing it. What I'm saying to you is that it is oh. Okay, for one thing or one convenience to be there in no matter what the convenience is, your convenience could have been a, what do you call it? The baby carrier. Every mom is going to have some sort of convenience that's available to them. Your convenience could have been the fact that you were working part-time. Another mom's convenience could be the bottle. Some moms are going to have conveniences and mm-hmm. we should not judge a mother because of the fact that they use a, a convenience. Like, so you mm-hmm. want, see, you said something like if a person's able to work part-time, okay, then that allows me more time. What we're talking about, are you allowing devices? A device gives you time. Help. No, no, you're not saying that. You're saying, are we saying, let, let's take, let devices take care of our children. No, that's not what I'm saying. saying, Help me with my children. That's not what I'm saying. There's a difference in assistance and then completely allowing the cell phone to babysit them. The iPad at one. Oh, the little kids. Did you see the eye on Instagram? The little baby was trying to prop her phone up on the back of the truck and was trying to do her TikTok dance. I keep saying that over and over again with a pacifier in her mouth. 
Well, yes. It's I not, mean, it's, out, it's not out of, it's, it's, it's just out of control now. I'm I sorry. can understand what you're saying with reference to that. But again, what you have to understand is that the generations are oh, changing. Yeah. No, but it it's the truth. Yeah. Like you have it was to. It's only changing because people are changing the generations. Yeah. Generations don't change on their own. Here's another thing though. Are the generations changing that much? Because if you think about way, 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 way back, people used to have those wet nurses, slave owners used to have wet nurses. Oh my they would come God, and I'm talk about that. That was wrong too. It was, but it was, was happening. Right. It was wrong. It was wrong. But that's from the dawn of time. There have been people who, yeah. because of their circumstances, have had the ability to have other entities, whether it's devices, other people nursing your baby nursing your baby taking oh, care of your gosh. baby oh uh, what, is, what is boarding school other than sending your kid off to school to have another wrong them. that's another whether wrong. it's wrong or not it's those are things have been happening since the dawn of time so you blaming it on new parenting is not necessarily the case either because people have been doing those things since babies have been alive that's a good but point is it, is it, is it parenting though when you have other things taking care of your is it parenting when you send your kid off to people is it parenting when you send your five-year-old off to school and you see them twice a year because i don't think so then what i I wish we had had time we could do some statistics and show how many children are not well adjusted because they were sent away i know someone personally who said her mother or parents took her to a boarding school she used to go in the summertime and decided hey we're gonna leave you and didn't even tell her and she's not well adjusted because of this starter, yeah. it's a stressor. And I'm sure know? there are a lot of people who went to boarding school who are successful, big successful. You because know someone? Also prepare you for things. I don't know anybody personally who went to boarding <laughs> school. All my, all my peers, we were raised by parents, but we had oh, we had, wow. we had, we no, had back in my day, we had VHS. You think my mother never popped me in front of the TV so I could watch Barney for a half hour so she could get some work done around the house? Barney, wait, 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 wait. Barney was teaching you something. You said a half an hour. Parents now, wait, now parents put you in front of the TV for hours. That's not true. Barney That's not said, all the truth. Clean up, clean up everybody. <laughs> but you think that they don't make? You don't think they don't make educational programs? Oh my god! Did, what's, what's the name of the show that's now being sued by the parents because they said that now it's um it um um it hibit, uh it limited their the children's verbal their speech patterns. Yeah, I forgot what's the name of the show. It's a show. Wow. Honestly, the parents are suing because they I don't know. The I don't children, watch. I don't watch those shows. Been, their speech develop, the development has been delayed. Okay, I'm but, being very serious. Yes, but still, we're going back to oh, the but point. Still, but 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 the point is the point. The point that we are trying to make, Miss Jamie, is just uh-huh. that you mm-hmm. are making some unfair biases. And Am making I? some unfair comments Am I? to some yes. women. Yes, to some women who are truly hardworking and just trying to do their best at being a mom. And I mm-hmm. think that that is the only thing that we are trying to clear up. But I see you ain't budging on that. I'm not because if the shoe fit, then you wear it. If okay. it doesn't, then don't answer. You can't call me a name that I don't believe is my name. So if, it, if I'm not applying it to you, then you know it's not you. But I'm seeing the society now. I see a lot of children that are just the bad behavior. People and do you see you see them in real life or you see them on social media? Real life. I'm trying to figure out why do people use stores, public places to raise their children? 
they're shopping, the grocery shopping, and kids are ripping and running. What is going on? So here? wait a minute. Hold on. Time out. Pause. Quick. Topic. So you're trying to say, and uh-huh. I, and this was about to be a whole r- 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 rigmarole. Yeah. So you're saying to me that if you see uh-huh. my child ripping and running in the grocery store, that there's something that I'm doing incorrectly? Or that you're not doing, I should say. Well, so the child is ripping around, running around, maybe throwing down some cans or whatever. No, no, no. It, I'm not letting us, let's oh, not so go. So you allow your child to run through the stores? I don't allow my child to run through the stores. Okay. However, so my child- If you saw child, child running through a store, what do you say? I will say to you, my child has ran through stores before. Mm-hmm. And sometimes them little buggers are quick. And I don't uh-huh. always get to them to catch them. However, mm-hmm. when I do catch mm-hmm. him, no, 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 mm-hmm. ain't no, hmm. When I do I catch listening. him, uh-huh. we have a conversation and we talk mm-hmm. about what you have done, the dangers of it, and why you shouldn't do it again. But mm-hmm. what I'm saying to you again is going back to that same bias. Mm-hmm. You are creating a narrative in your mind based on a point in time that you see and mm-hmm. you are thinking that a parent is not doing their job because you see something and you have created that narrative. Mm-hmm. That's unfair because I can tell you my children are runners. They like to run, no, but that no, doesn't no. make me an that's unfit not, mom. No, Jenny, that's not what, so you keep taking, y'all keep taking things so literally. I said, when you go to the store and you see parents allowing their children to run amok and there is no guidance, they're just shop. I said, they continue shopping. The children are terrorists and they're ripping around. There is no correction. There's no come here, little Johnny. Come here, little Mary. <laughs> do you, you do running. know that sometimes no parents get embarrassed with situations, right? And sometimes Sorry. I There's think complete, you do. No, they're completely ignoring them. Yes. And I've sometimes maybe ignoring again. is the best thing that you could do so that you don't go off on your kid oh and go. I'm, I'm just saying again, we don't know the situation. <laughs> And you are just basing it off of the fact you are basing it. You got to be the parent. Somebody has to say, excuse me, excuse me. You know better. No running in here. If you want to run, we go outside and run. Okay. So then when you do that and they continue to run, then what? Then something there's what? We're not going to have a second conversation. because You know, you know, know the rules because the rules have been set in place at home. Okay. So, but I'm asking you the question. Uh You've uh done your due diligence. You've said Uh what you've needed to say as a parent, Uh but it still Uh continues to happen. What you want to do? I guess I'm going to hire someone to take the child Mm -hmm. and keep the child at home. Is that what you want me to say? Enough. Don't don't bring them anymore. Then then what do you have to do? You have to reinforce your what? Discipline skills. You have to say, what did we say the first time? It's punishment, is it not? Okay, Jamie. I'm not fussing with you. I guess what Jenny is saying is that Every situation or example that we've brought up, you've basically gone back to the thing that the person is a bad mother. I didn't say and, a bad mother. You know, I said that's what it. That's what it's coming but off. I said the shoe don't fit. Don't wear it. But it's hard. I don't for even you have to. kids, so the shoe definitely don't fit me. And I'm telling you how people are gonna perceive well, it. Yes. So it def- the shoe I'm definitely. Not, I'm not trying me. to offend anyone. I'm just telling you based on my own observations. Yes. I am just, I have, I've seen it over and over again. So now I am analyzing 
and coming up with my conclusions. Yes, but that's just unfair because you don't know the entire situation. I have actually visually seen and heard. Yes, you've seen and you've heard, but you don't know the backstory, Jamie. Just like you saw and you heard that the baby was so sad in the picture and that their mother didn't love them, but you (laughs) you made a decision based on that whole baby's life. And okay. all, all we're they're going to grow up to be okay. Not, okay. not well adjusted. Their mama okay. don't love them. Okay. 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 And I'm like, you, you figured all back? that out in 30 seconds. Okay. As you said, I've created my own narrative. Okay. <laughs> Let me adjust my narrative. Okay. So let's just say the mother uses it every now and then. Let's hope so. Because the outcome is if she does use it all the time. The child's not going to be well adjusted. It's not going to feel love. But we and don't know that. And they have shown them. They have shown that's that's scientific. You can't say Your that either. Your serial killers are. Is right. there is no <laughs> there is no connection to life. You okay. don't think any serial killer had a loving mother and father? You mm. you think if you loved your mother, you would kill and eat people or mass murderers? The whole thing about being a sociopath is, and this is going into another oh, topic, the whole thing about being a, a sociopath issue. is that there people can compartmentalize. Issue. I love my mother. She's the greatest woman in the world, but I'm going to go out and kill people to death. That's possible. Possible, do you think, but not do likely. You think, do you think that you can be um, ill-adjusted if your mother over-coddles you? If yes. they hold you for yeah, 24 hours and never yeah. put you down? Yeah. That's and that's the too. thing. Like, but if we, you but if you saw a mother holding their baby on Instagram, you mm-hmm. wouldn't come up with this fantastical story in your mind that she's a, a a mother that holds her baby all the time, never puts him down, never. You wouldn't. You can't take the little things that you see in a grocery in a grocery store or on Instagram and create a whole person's life story based off of that. If you see a kid well behaved in the grocery store, that don't mean mm-hmm. that that kid ain't lighting their teacher up every day. True. Facts. But what's the likeliness of that they are that they can have a different personality? You don't know kids that person. their parents were so strict, <laughs> but that every time they got away from their parents, they acted a plum fool. You don't know mm-hmm. kids like that. I, we're talking exceptions. No, that's we're not exception. This fifty fifty. There's I, the whole. There's the whole thing about being a PK. That's a wide oh. known thing that preachers kids they be acting crazy as soon as they get away from their parents. So you my dad was a deacon and I am well adjusted. Thank the Lord. That's great. But all I'm saying <laughs> is, is that you you know that that's a stereotype that when these kids are around their parents they're like, oh, I love the Lord and that's all. And then as soon as they get away from their parents, they be the loudest ones, cussing, screaming, drinking, twerking, sh- doing all of that stuff. You mm-hmm. said it yourself. So just because you see a little clip of a kid being good or being bad doesn't mean that they got bad parents, that they got good parents, that they got strict parents, that they got nice parents. It just means that you saw them for 30 seconds. No, no, no. Being a kid. I believe there's no such thing as bad children. I think um, it's just bad parenting. Okay. Again, if okay. I see a child misbehaving and the, they're not being corrected, then what am I supposed to conclude to? That, oh, that, she loves him so much that, that right. she's going to allow him to misbehave. And, you, and statistics show that children are angry when parents do not give them restrictions. Hmm. When you that leave me true. out there to take care of myself, I am angry with you because you didn't tell me right from wrong. That is true, but what you're doing again is you're making that big assumption because that's you've you've never seen because again this is something my parents would do if my parents said come on and I'm still standing there they'll start walking away 
So I got to hurry up and catch up. Because also, but they're also letting them use their, your, your kid also has to have some self awareness mm-hmm. sometimes when they're having a tantrum you can't always get down on the floor with them oh no oh by no means but you have to know think there again there's no one shoe that fits all you have to know your child and what works and that starts that's what house. we've been trying to get what? you to say that is it bingo that's it. That's don't all, say that's anything it. else don't, no you have not yes i have no you have not I have. no no, thank you. Oh, Bingo, we got her on our side. I know leave for a moment. What side are you guys on? That's the this side, the side is that there is no one shoe that fits all. Correct. So that just because you see a mom or dad, because we, and that's another part of the conversation. We just let dads be off the hook. Right. Dads don't do anything. Dads take a picture with their kid and we'd be like, oh, you're the father of the year. So that's another thing, but that's a whole nother topic too. Well, we put a lot of this pressure on women. Mm-hmm. Natural caretakers, but at the but why? Because it's just not their nature. Then we can go. That's another whole topic. Nah, too. But that's, that's, an that's an excuse. Oh, that's an excuse. That point that's that an excuse. Not, that women are natural care. For we for the most part. Okay. Yes. Women are natural caretakers, but why do why do fathers get to do the bare minimum and people praise it? Because I, not I know so many men caretakers. Say, okay, because they're not natural. Think for them. Just, just because the, just because it's not natural doesn't mean that it can't be learned. I wait, wait, I, you asked a question. I gave you an answer. Right, but what I'm saying is, just because it's natural doesn't mean that it can't be learned. So what we can't use that. Problems? We can't use that as an excuse. No, we're not using. There are you, again. You're taking everything literally. I'm not saying that. And you know, one good practice that fathers use. That has scientifically again showed to make kids strategize and be independent thinkers is rough playing. Look it up. That wrestling on the ground floor with the children yes, teaches them maybe. a skill. But if you really- saw a woman on Instagram wrestling with her baby, mm-hmm. you would call her a bad mother. She's a bad mom. Bad that's not fair. Bad that mom. is not fair. <laughs> bad that mom. is not Did you see on not. the floor roughhousing with her record, baby? That no, is so inappropriate. Not. Hold on. Oh Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. She was sitting on his head or something. Look, Courtney, she'll say, I was able to see into his future and he was not happy. He's going to be abusive. He's going to grow up to be an abusive person (laughs) because his mama didn't treat him right as a baby. Guys are wrong. That is not what if a mother, again, that's normally something fathers do, but if a mother wants to play with her child, then do so. I would, I would think great spending time with the child. Instead of propping it up. Here we go. She can be on Instagram. Oh my God. How many parents do you see walking around in the store? Girl. mm, Yeah. I told him. Ooh. I said this, I said, or someone else talking about, yeah, I was in an interview today or I interviewed some people and the kids are just, and I just be, I'm serious. I should just be watching. I'm like, oh my God, kids be like this. I just want to know one thing. Are you grocery shopping or are you people watching? I am. Uh, I just <laughs> animal. <laughs> It's just good. In my face. She be it's, going down the aisle, be looking. What's that phrase? You need to drink drink water and mind your business. Yes. That's my problem. I do know. That's a good point. I need to mind my business. Yes, you do. Amen. Do. That's, that's going to be the pinpoint. I'll be at peace. I'm sick of these people. I'm really going to say, oh my God, could you get off your freaking phone and spend some time with your children? Oh my Stop goodness. giving them a phone and oh, you go out to breakfast or whatever and they sit in a little baby two years old with it propped up. 
Oh, Jesus. I was like, oh my gosh. Take the parents the are having conversation. The baby's been entertained by this device. I'm just over it. I, I don't know if we achieved anything from I this. I don't think we did either. Episode. <laughs> I'm I think we did get to a, an equal accord, which is that if the shoe, no, that wasn't what we got to, Courtney. What did we get to? We got did to. I need to mind her business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we could all agree on that. Fit all. That's what. <laughs> all right. So we, we got the name to. Is to you. And everybody else needs to mind their business too. And that includes how you raise your children. If you raise your children a certain way. Because your children have to come into the classroom with other children and your misbehaved child now is affecting my children Mm -hmm. or my child. Mm -hmm. So therefore it takes a village. No. We talk about this all the time. If your child is so well raised, they should be able to ignore. They should have tunnel vision to be able to ignore that. Everyone should care. You have to care. My, my daughter was a child, I mean, in, in um, kindergarten. This little boy's come in every day. His little face used to be so dirty. No mm-hmm. snotty, no parents didn't take any care for him. Oh my God. The, the, and that affected point, your daughter? It affected me. She mm-hmm. she was too young to see it, but the teacher took, uh, seriously, she took an initiative and started get, bringing him breakfast and then she didn't want to single him out. So she started giving all the kids a little snack because he, it just, you could tell that he just wasn't being taken care of. He wasn't been loved. Okay. And and that's true. We do know that teachers are out here being superheroes, taking care of some kids that's that not aren't a superhero. That's just being attentive to. No, that is being a superhero because sometimes, Jamie, going to you, I'm a I'm a play your little devil's advocate. Sometimes the kids aren't getting the things that they need at home, but that mm-hmm. is very visual, and they get the opportunity to see that and experience it because we're, they're with the kids for eight hours of the day. Mm-hmm. So that I can say they are being superheroes because they they don't have to do that, but they're mm-hmm. taking the time to do that for someone else. And child. the money, because I'm sure that right. money came out of her own pocket That's buying true. all that breakfast. Yeah, and stuff. I, I I agree with you guys on that one. Oh, another oh, quick, gosh. Another <laughs> quick story. I knew somebody who worked in the daycare, and the, mm-hmm. the the parents would bring the baby in with the same diaper that it had on overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. Now that is an example hmm. of bad parenting. Real, that's neglect. That's not even bad parenting. That's just plain, plain old neglect. Yes. yes, there are some things that are black and white, neglect, bad parenting, all of those things. And some yeah, you yes. guys can't see it. Y'all, you only see gray. I, but I'm I, I I'm playing devil's advocate in this just a little bit. Maybe that parent didn't have money to buy diapers. Oh, we don't God. know. No, oh, I'm just, I'm not, not saying tell you what the person's receiving for the child to go there. What I'm so saying to you is I'm not saying that it is right by <laughs> all means. <laughs> However, there are situations, Jamie, be, be, be honest. We got kids raising kids that's working. There's a whole bunch of people that are on assistance where the government has them in situations where they can't make certain amounts of money there. This is a whole episode. And they could be bringing in, we don't know these people. We don't know their lifestyles where they don't have the resources and they're bringing in their kids with the last diaper that they had. And if they bring them to daycare with that same wet diaper, maybe the daycare can help them out by giving them an extra diaper. You never know. And I think that is the biggest thing that I was trying to say is that we don't know people's situations. And there are some mothers who are out here who are barely making it. Is it right that they're in the situation that they're in? Should they have laid down and done whatever? No, but the baby's here. But at the end of the day, we cannot, 
necessarily judge unless we know what the full story is. Thank you, Jenny. I want to clap, but I'm so sorry, Jenny. I do know the whole story. I just didn't want to be forthcoming with it. Let me just give you a little bit more about this particular scenario, just real quick. The parents did this all the time, and I don't okay. want to stereotype anyone. The child was there on a voucher, and the parents would go back home and go to sleep. So in this case, it was nothing more than what? Okay. Well, since you have that back, you have that backstory, then you know. But all I'm saying is if it's a child that you don't know and you don't have a backstory, uh-huh. it's unfair to mm-hmm. make a bias or to make a statement about someone who you don't know the entire story about. I agree with you. I will agree with you. Yay. But the baby in the swing and the umbilical cord <laughs> bottle. No, she thought that was some glorification and some other mothers going like, oh, wow, I love that. That's give me free time to post on Instagram. Here we go. Okay, Jamie. Or blog. I'm just joking. I just want to throw that in. No, I don't know. I do not know. I do not know. It just wasn't a good look though. I understand. It prompted a healthy conversation. It did. Absolutely. And we are getting ready to wind down this episode about new age motherhood. But before we end our episode today, what what you got for us? I got two do batters. Number one, (laughs) mind your business, Jamie. I knew she was going to say something. Okay. But seriously. Okay, y'all. Have you ever heard the phrase, you are what you attract? Have y'all heard that before? Oh, yes. Oh, that's another whole topic. Yes. So basically, that means the energy you put out into the world is what you get back. So if you want to change your life, here are a few things you can do. First, you need to shift your mindset. If you want greatness in your life, you need to choose happiness and always find something positive, even in your darkest days. Hmm. Next, you want to create a better version of yourself. Look in the mirror and know that you are perfect, but you might have some things that you could change. So acknowledge what needs changing within you and commit to making those changes happen. And lastly, align your feelings and your thoughts with your desires. Focus on the life that you've always imagined. Visualize your dreams and do not give up. So queens, how are y'all going to level up and do better this week? Let us know what you're doing to attract the life you deserve. By tagging us on social media at Sound Off Queen. Nice. I love Yay. that. Yay. Thank you, Courtney. I love that. Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for people like me, then you, see, you got, there's a lot of us out there. I'm going to start yeah. a club. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, Queen. Judgy Mom's Club. <laughs> right. Judgmental match. <gasps> Well, queens, that completes our episode for this week. And we hope that you guys will join us next time. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.